Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there, welcome back to Jennifer Love Hewitt. Please be on our show. Um, as you can probably tell, uh, it's just me, no Allison, uh, this week. We got super busy uh, during the week, and we were going to try to record on a Saturday. Uh, and that, you know, best laid plans, that sort of thing. Um, she had some stuff to do. And I believe she's at her mom's house. I know she makes it all up and it's all BS, but uh, hey, you know, whatever. Uh, so I've got a couple of things here. One, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you could please uh, be on our show, that would really be great because this is this whole show is for you. Um, you can call us at 254-300-7982. Or you could drop us an email at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Um, <clears throat> Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. So kind of going back to um, the Jennifer Love Hewitt relationship timeline, um, I wanted to kind of play a video and uh, not kind of, but I am going to play a video and have you guys listen to it. And then let's talk about Jennifer Love Hewitt's relationship history. Jennifer Love Hewitt has played the final girl on the big screen, but has she found her final guy? Keep what does that mean, the final girl? Watching for the rundown of this heartbreaker's many loves from a 90s boy band frontman to a famous TV bachelor. The man Family Guy called the greatest actor in the history of the world, Fred Savage, was one of the biggest stars of the late 80s and early 90s, thanks to the Wonder Years. But while the erstwhile Kevin Arnold erstwhile. was busy letting Daniel Stern narrate his life, Jennifer Love Hewitt was making a name for herself on Disney's Kids Incorporated. Somewhere along the way, their paths crossed in what was undoubtedly every 90s kid's dream pairing. During an Instagram Live, Hewitt opened up about her youthful romance with Savage, revealing, Fred Savage was my first date. Because he was Fred Savage, he was able to get us in very young to the Laugh Factory. We went to a comedy show and dropped me off. And I we went to a comedy show and dropped me off? What does that mean? 
I had a pig as a pet at the time, so I never saw him again because I had a pig as a pet and he was really creeped out. I had a huge crush on him. She, she had a pig as a pet. This is new information. Uh, she dated Fred Savage and she had a pig as a pet and that creeped him out. Woof. She also spoke about her date with Savage during an appearance on the Wendy Williams show. He drove love. He drove. He was 16. She went on to explain that he never called her again after their date. We can't help but think Savage may have gone on to regret his decision. There um, I don't know that Fred Savage regrets his decision. I mean, when kids are kids, they date, right? I mean, and they're, they're kids, so some things work, some things don't. Uh, sometimes you have a pet pig, and sometimes you don't. <laughs> so, Jennifer Love Hewitt, um, you know what you could do is you could call us at 254-300-7982 and tell us all about your pet pig and uh, your one um, ill-fated date with Fred Savage. That'd be good. There were innumerable 90s sitcoms that dealt with the trials and tribulations of teendom. One such show was Blossom, which starred a young Mayim Bialik as the titular character. Playing her dim-witted brother was Joey Lawrence. Who else talks like that besides you and Alfred Einstein? That is good writing. Lawrence accompanied Hewitt to the American Music Awards in 1996. Despite the fact that the two looked totally smitten, it wasn't to be for the young stars. Totally smitten with Joey Lawrence. Hewitt admitted to a fling with Lawrence during an interview with Deseret News in 1998. I'm not sure what a Deseret News is. Eight. However, she rather vaguely said, quote, business got in the way of their blossoming romance, though she did not elaborate on what exactly she meant by that. Some celebs may love to kiss and tell, but Hewitt doesn't. So well, there you go. Well, I think, and that's a good thing, right? That she doesn't kiss and tell with Joey Lawrence or anyone else. But Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you did want to kiss and tell, you could call us at 254-300-7982 or drop us an email at info at roguemedianetwork.com and let us know, you know, what was the story with, with Joey Lawrence? Soon after, she dated another 90s heartthrob, Will Friedle. Come on, Joey Lawrence, really? The Deseret News noted that the pair first met on the set of teen rom-com Trojan War, which was released in 1997, suggesting that Hewitt's relationship with Lawrence didn't last too long. Hewitt also played Friedel's love interest in Boy Meets World, where they shared steamy kissing scenes. Steamy kissing scenes. Can I call you Fefe? Everybody does. <laughs> it's unclear when the lovers parted ways, but... I don't know that those were that steamy. I mean, he had her up against a locker in school and for some reason they're the only two in the hallway hewitt soon got together with another 90s icon is there any couple that encapsulates the 90s idol better than jennifer love hewitt and former mtv vj carson daly what <laughs> what okay carson daly yikes in an interview with Rolling Stone, Hewitt said that she met the TV presenter briefly before they embarked on a romance in 1997. She told Rolling Stone at the time, I think we deserve a huge round of applause. Rolling Stone I've heard of. <laughs> Deseret News, not so much. I think we've done a really good job. It's been almost a year now. While Hewitt had nothing but praise for her then boyfriend, Daly himself went a little TMI when discussing his lady love, telling Ryan Seacrest, she's prettier than a Disney princess and smoother than a baby's ass. Wow, Carson, come on. Baby's ass, really? 
Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you'd like to tell us how that affects you, you can call us at 254-300-7982 or drop us an email at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. After a year of dating and despite appearing perfect for one another, the couple called it quits. Unfortunately for Daly, he found out the hard way. He told People, I woke up to Howard Stern telling me my relationship with Jennifer was over. Then I heard Steve Kometko on E! say, just off the Associated Press, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Carson Daly have officially broken up. Is that how they do it in Hollywood? Do you send a press release (laughs) and then you wake up and you find out you've been broken up with? Wow, I wonder why relationships don't work in Hollywood. He went on to say he was publicly humiliated by the news. Before divorcing Kim Basinger and becoming one half of a power couple with Ilaria Baldwin, Alec Baldwin might have had a thing with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, he's like 30 years older than her, isn't he? And might have had a thing? Famed for his gruff demeanor, largely thanks to his self-parodying role in 30 Rock and those Saturday Night Live Trump impressions, Baldwin was once a surprisingly dashing star. Accordingly, he supposedly caught the attention of Hewitt despite her being in her early 20s at the time and him being two decades her senior. That's what I thought, see? Two decades, 20 years. I think that's being uh, really generous, honestly. The pair starred alongside one another in the movie Shortcut to Happiness in 2007, in which Hewitt plays a sexy version of the devil. Sexy version of the devil. Jennifer Love Hewitt, you might want to tell us about that when you call us at 254-300-7982 or drop us an email and tell us all about playing a sexy version of the devil at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. But their rumored tryst appears to long predate that flick. In 2001, an unnamed source for the New York Post reported that Baldwin was spotted kissing Hewitt's neck at the Heartbreakers premiere. So, what can the forces of evil do for you today, Jabez Stone? Also that year, a source claimed to Wen that Hewitt had a major crush on Baldwin, alleging she's always offering to fetch Alec coffee, soda, or a sandwich, even though there are plenty of interns and associates on the set. Sandwich? Coffee? Okay. She has been told flat out that she's a terrible match for Alec. They have nothing in common, but she's constantly trying to draw Alec's attention. However, when Entertainment Tonight asked Hewitt about the rumors, she denied them, calling claims of a relationship ridiculous and saying, you kind of have to laugh at it. Hmm. Rich Cronin was the frontman of 90s boy band LFO, who- LFO! were sort of like the Backstreet Boys with a dash of poppy rap thrown in. In a 2001 interview with SF Gate, it is mentioned that LFO's song Girl on TV was written about Jennifer Love Hewitt, who stars in the music video and whom Cronin dated. Well, I mean, she is on a TV in the music video, so it's probably about her as the girl on the TV in the music video. So echoing the lyrics of his song, Cronin told the publication, one of my major qualms when I was with her was that she's a movie star. I'm never going to live a normal life. Mm. Another ex who divulged personal details to Howard Stern, Cronin told the shock jock that he first met Hewitt at the Blockbuster Awards. Blockbuster Awards. There's your 90s thing. 
guests, saying, This is going back eight years now or more. We had the same publicist, so I started to talk to her, and I couldn't believe it. She kept talking to me and talking to me, and she was actually interested. He mentioned that he had had a crush on Hewitt years before and was in awe of her. However, things soon turned sour for the lovers. Cronin alleged that Hewitt cheated on him, telling Howard Stern, I was on the bed having a panic attack, so I called her up and was like, Do you have something to say to me? I was the girl in this relationship. Okay, number one, I was the girl in this relationship. That that didn't age well. And why does Howard Stern have so much to do with all this? And she goes, if you believe that bull shame on you. She hung up. Tragically, Cronin died of leukemia in 2010, aged just 36. I didn't know that. Howard Stern's radio show has a long history of problematic moments. The host has a way of weaning graphic details out of his guests, and the program is no stranger to misogyny. Somewhat unsurprisingly, Jennifer Love Hewitt is one such woman who has been objectified on his show. I think that makes every woman, honestly, because Howard Stern, whatever, yeesh. During a 2006 appearance on The Howard Stern Show, Wilmer Valderrama... The guy who played Fez on that 70s show who is famed for his role as fez on that 70s show told you vulgarly revealed explicit details about supposed ex-lovers including hewitt valderrama claimed that he slept with hewitt and proceeded to rate her an eight out of ten wow that sucks <laughs> come on fez the bro bragging didn't end there with the actor continuing to discuss his purported sexual relationship with Hewitt in graphic detail. However, like many of the other women Valderrama name dropped in his interview, Hewitt said the claims were total lies, denying that she was ever involved with him. She told reporters, I was told that we had all these very steamy encounters and I was like, really? Well, I would have loved to have been there. Though not explicitly directed wow. at Valderrama, Hewitt recently opened up about the misogyny she faced as a young actor, telling Vulture, but now as a 42 year old woman with a daughter i definitely look back on it and go ew i bet honestly and i didn't expect to go into this saying you know that was the case but i bet there was a lot of the misogyny stuff going on i mean think about in the 90s and jennifer love hewitt honestly i i know this is kind of a running joke where i'm inviting you to come on the show because the show's named after you but Seriously, if you wanted to call us at 254-300-7982, I would love to talk to you about how you've overcome that and how it feels to have a daughter in the world that you grew up in. So give us a call, 254-300-7982, or you can write us an email at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. A lot of um, sexuality was placed on me before I even knew what it was for myself. Singer-songwriter John Mayer is well known for his that. womanizing ways, and Jennifer Love Hewitt isn't in the first world. Jennifer he courted, dating and later disparaging Jennifer Aniston in a notorious Playboy interview. Likewise, he is one to kiss and tell. When he tried his hand at stand-up comedy with an appearance at the Laugh Factory in 2006, Mayer spoke in detail about his relationship with Hewitt, joking that he never got to go all the way with her. He later apologized for the remarks in an Us Weekly interview, branding himself a wimp. Man, that just sucks. Wow. These comments blow. 
During an appearance on the Inside of You podcast, Hewitt was asked about her relationship with Mayer and spoke about him favorably, despite his past indiscretions. When asked whether dating Mayer hindered her ability to enjoy his music, Hewitt replied emphatically in the negative, saying of the musician, Oh my god, I think he's unbelievably talented. He's one of the coolest people I ever met. And as for those long-standing rumors that Mayer's hit Your Body is a Wonderland was written about her, We know that's not true. Hewitt quipped to Entertainment Weekly, My body is far from a wonderland. My body is more like a pawn shop. There's a lot of interesting things put together. That's actually pretty funny. And if you look closely, you'd probably be excited. But at first glance, not so much. In 2007, Jennifer Love Hewitt got engaged to her Ghost Whisperer co-star, Ross McCall. During an appearance on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Hewitt gushed about her relationship, showcasing her 100-year-old diamond engagement ring, which once belonged to McCall's great-grandmother. Asked about her plans for the wedding, Hewitt said, We're in the planning stages. It's nice. It's exciting. For us, really, the promise that we're making to each other is most important, and we just want our family to have a good time. Wow, I did not know that. Jennifer Love Hewitt, maybe you could tell us how that relationship blossomed by calling us at 254-300-7982 or dropping us an email at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. You know, we'll probably have a game night or something afterwards and then have like a fun honeymoon. She also joked that McCall, being Scottish, was trying to have bagpipers at the wedding, though she ruled out her future hubby going commando in a traditional kilt on the big day. At the time, Hewitt was about to turn 30 and told people that she wanted to mark the milestone with marriage, saying, I'm getting ready to turn 30 and get married and all those things. This year was my year to try to glow from within and feel better. Despite Hewitt's palpable enthusiasm, the couple's whirlwind romance wasn't to be, and they broke up long before they had the chance to tie the knot. A source told People, they broke up over the holidays and have ended their engagement. They're both really sad about this. Even their friends are surprised. They seemed really happy. That would have been kind of a storybook type thing, though. You know, you meet on the on the set of the show, you play lovers on the show, and then you actually get married. That would have been kind of storybook, I guess. Everyone just wants the best for both of them. Much to everyone's surprise, Jennifer Love Hewitt began dating her pal and Ghost Whisperer co-star Jamie Kennedy in 2009. Okay. I haven't gotten to Jamie Kennedy yet in the show, so I did not know any of this. I would love to hear more about Jamie Kennedy shortly after calling it quits with Ross McCall. Despite being friends with Kennedy throughout her engagement to McCall, Hewitt is adamant that there was no overlap between the dalliances. She said on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, We've been friends for a long time. I've heard about it, about being friends with somebody and it turns into something else, and I've never really done that before, and it's been great. He's hilarious, and when you're with somebody funny, they're always funny, and it's just great. She added that Kennedy seemed to see who she truly was, saying, There are people in your life who are just supportive and who just look at you and they see who you are. And Jane Jamie really saw who I was as a person more than anybody had ever done in my whole life. I think that's for me when I sort of went, oh, wow. I wonder if anybody's ever said that about Jamie Kennedy other than her. Kennedy was similarly smitten, telling Ryan Seacrest, I'm in love. It's like, wow, you are hot. You can sing, you can dance, you're like so smart, and wow, you can cook pasta fagioli too. Hewitt may have dated some major hunks of the 90s, but now it was time to experiment with some stars of the 2000s. But it turned out that although Hewitt enjoyed her time with Kennedy, it just didn't work. After a year of dating, people reported that the couple had split up. When Wendy Williams asked Hewitt about having to still work with Kennedy post-breakup, she responded with good humor, saying, he keeps asking me if Eli is going 
gonna die. No, no, he's not. It's actually, you know, it's been fine. We were friends before, we're friends now, and it's totally cool. Well, that's good, I guess. Um, I had no idea that Jamie Kennedy was in my future as far as this show goes, but uh, now I'm really looking forward to that. Um, if you could give us a call, Jennifer Love Hewitt at 254-300-7982 and tell us all about working with Jamie Kennedy. That would be wonderful. Or you can drop us a line at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. After parting ways with Jamie Kennedy in 2010, Jennifer Love Hewitt began dating Alex Bay, who is an actor and producer. After dating so many A-list men, perhaps Hewitt wanted to date someone who lives their life away from the media spotlight. That was kind of a little bit of a dig on this dude. The couple went public in November 2010. During a January 2011 appearance on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Hewitt said she'd been in a relationship with Bay for seven months. Appearing super happy with her new beau at that year's Golden Globes, E asked Hewitt about the new man in her life, and she said, he was just really funny. It wasn't anything in particular that he said. He was just really funny. It was apparent that, unlike his superstar lady love, Bay was not accustomed to the flashing lenses of the press. When discussing her decision to bring red carpet newbie Bay to the Golden Globes, Hewitt told DeGeneres that the glitzy event was exciting for him because he had never been to anything like that, adding that he's from Chicago. People from Chicago don't go to things like that. I think is what I just learned. In spite of Hewitt's zeal at the newfound romance, she and Bay soon broke up after less than a year of dating. Shortly after breaking up with Alex Bay, Hewitt was spotted in Los Angeles with actor Jared Einson in the summer of 2011. They made their red carpet debut at the Like Crazy premiere that October. The lovers made it to January, with Hot Living reporting that the couple celebrated Einson's 28th birthday together at Hot Living. These sources. Oof. An Italian restaurant in Las Vegas, complete with a fancy birthday cake. Fancy birthday cake. But the relationship soon grew shady, and it became resoundingly clear that Einstein was not the one. Shady. The relationship soon became shady. I don't even know what that means. According to Perez Hilton, Einstein had pretty bad breakup etiquette. According to Perez Hilton. There you go. Calling it quits with Hewitt via text message. To add even more shade to the situation, insiders close to Einstein took to the press to spill the tea on his famous ex. A source told In Touch, Jennifer cannot keep a boyfriend. She is very overbearing, and if things don't go her way, she becomes a diva and flips out. Well, now that I do not believe. Hewitt did not respond to the claims. After being rejected by Ashley A. Bear on The Bachelorette in 2011, Ben Flonick claims that he went on a lackluster date with Jennifer Love Hewitt. A lackluster date. He told USA Today she reached out and wanted to come up to the winery, which she did. We went out to dinner and just kind of chatted about life and the experience. That undoubtedly seems like a prime opportunity for Flonick, but he alleges that he ended up doing a little rejecting of his own, opting not to ask Hewitt if she would accept this rose. He explained, She's a nice girl, but I wasn't. It was right in the middle of the time when I was deciding to be The Bachelor. When this is all said and done, ending up with a Hollywood celebrity is not something that I want. I don't understand this world. But Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you wanted to explain it to us, you could call us at 254-300-7982 or you could drop us a line at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. 
but Hewitt tells a totally different story. On Ryan Seacrest's radio show, she explained why she initially contacted Flonick, saying, I was looking for something pop culture to tweet about. Things got blown out of proportion. I have nothing to say except I'm totally single. As for whether she locked lips with her date, she told Seacrest, rumors are rumors. We did meet, but totally by coincidence. Lifetime go. series The Client List propelled Jennifer Love Hewitt back into the limelight after a few years away from our screens following the finale of Ghost Whisperer. I'm going to start watching that show also, The Client List. Um, I'm really hoping that it's good. I've been told that it is, um, so I will try it. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. When the series launched in 2012, there were rumors that Hewitt was dating her hunky co-star Colin Egglesfield. A source told Us Weekly they hovered around each other all night. When they spoke, Egglesfield had his arm wrapped around Hewitt's waist. However, this moment of intimacy could have been nothing more than some steamy flirtation. Neither actor has ever addressed rumors that they dated or had a fling. As alleged by the unnamed sources, things soon turned sour for Hewitt and Egglesfield. Egglesfield on set when the former fell in love with her other co-star, Brian Hallisey. In 2013, Deadline reported that there was tension between the pair due to Hewitt supposedly demanding that Hallisey replace Egglesfield as the male lead on the show. The article stated, I hear Hewitt has asked that Brian Hallisey, her real-life fiancé and father of her baby, also play her character Riley's baby daddy on the show in a major story arc next season. I hear that is at odds with the ideas from the client list showrunner, who I hear pitched the series' male lead, Colin Egglesfield. After years of trysts and flings, Jennifer Love Hewitt has found love with Hallisey. According to The Sun, they first met in 2011 on the set of an unaired show called Love Bites. The two were certainly bitten by the love bug, though they began seeing one another after they were cast in the client list. In an interview with E!, Hewitt said that she was Good nine Lord. months pregnant when she married she Hallisey in pregnant. November 2013, jokingly telling a reporter, I wore the only thing in my closet that fit me. Regarding Hallisey's new parental responsibilities, Hewitt had nothing but praise for her husband, saying he's really hands-on. It's really 50-50 for us. He's a tremendous father. After the birth of their first child, daughter Autumn, the couple welcomed two more children into their lives, sons Atticus and Aiden. Hewitt That's has sweet. explained how becoming a parent has altered her perception of love for the better, telling Us Weekly, I think before becoming a parent, love was something that sounded beautiful and was out there and portrayed in movies and felt at certain times when I met my husband. It opens you up in a way that makes you more vulnerable than you could ever possibly imagine. That's true. Check out one of our newest videos well uh i gotta say um that is uh that video is due to nikki swift n-i-c-k-i-s-w-i-f-t uh she's the one that uh did did the video all about jennifer love hewitt's relationships um all i know and, and this is me coming into it late all I know is that Jennifer Love Hewitt seems to love life and, and be a good parent and all that uh, from what I see on the outside. I don't know that much about her. Uh, I would love to meet her and talk to her. And if anybody can make that happen, the number is 254-300-7982. Or you can drop us a line at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. We'll see you next time.